Okay, uh, so let's then turn to Proverbs. We are in, um, what are we in? Proverbs 9, I believe. Um, I think that's where we're at here. And we've, we've heard um, the... We've heard the comparison, we're in Proverbs 9. We've heard the comparison, we're at the end of Proverbs 9, verse 16, um, and, and uh, following. We'll finish that up and get into 10. Uh, remember Proverbs 9, it has multiple women speaking and calling out. This has been the theme throughout Proverbs. You have wisdom, which is spoken of as, as a woman, and then you also have the woman of folly. And Proverbs 9, part of what Proverbs 9 is doing by showing you and, and telling you what each woman is saying, and even folly, what did we notice about folly and the things that she said? Does it look similar to what wisdom says? Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? If, if you look through uh, chapter 9 there, you can see that folly and wisdom are almost saying the exact same thing. Saying, uh, whoever is simple, let him turn here. Whoever lacks sense. Pro, uh, Solomon is trying to teach us and say, it's not always so easy to know which path is folly and which path is wisdom. That the devil he tries, remember, he, he's an angel. He parades as an angel of light, as good. The devil, uh, he wants you to think that his way uh, that he calls you to go down is the path of wisdom, that this just makes sense. This is the way I should go, right? When, when all along uh, you're following the voice of folly. And, and this, is, this is, I think, part of the lesson is that we should pause we should consider, we should pray. What else do you think God has given us to help us in regards to path of wisdom or folly? What does God give you? Okay, we have the Ten Commandments, as we've been saying, even with the, the, the table of duties. I heard something else. His word? Yeah, his word, right? Like right here with Proverbs. Um, I mentioned prayer. Right? We have prayer that we pray to God when we're trying to decide uh, for our life, is this, is this a path of wisdom or is this a path of folly? What else? There's another real important one that you're missing. A couple of them, actually. Yeah, our church, right? Our pastors, right? Or, or other Christians. Go and talk with Christians that you, you know and respect and and take their advice or heed, listen to their advice, talk with one another. Um, this is, bless you, this is, this is one of the greatest gifts that we have in, in our society and our time right now is that we are sort of, you know, pushing, pushing ourselves to be more um, alone, right? I don't I'm, get that. Of course you don't because you're, <laughs> is this going to happen every Sunday? I'm glad it does. It provides a little comedic relief. Um, uh, that as our society and gadgets and screens, right? And, and I know the draw to it. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. But everybody, the first thing we do when we're in a group of people, you know, I noticed this. One of the places I see this is like in the waiting room, right? In the dentist. I was just in the dentist. And 
you know, there are people sitting in there and everybody's just like this, you know. I was at the tire place and everybody is just like this. You know, I imagine our homes probably because, I mean, right, physician, heal thyself. Um, I know that this is, you know, this is the case. It's driving us away from each other, right, it, away from each other. And it's hard, I know. Uh, and we need to encourage one another and to be part of this uh, ability to say, you know, this, these things that are happening out in the world, these are not my neighbors, right? These are not the people God has called me to serve. These are not the people that God has called me to seek their wisdom. But where has God placed me geographically? Where has God placed me in the church that we have each other and one another um, to, to talk and, and do these things? Um, so, yeah, to tell if it is wisdom or folly who's calling out to us it helps to have somebody who's emotionally removed from the situation. Also helps to have somebody who may have walked this path before. And it also helps to have somebody to be a soundboard for you to actually say the words yourself. So a lot of times that's when people wake up is they say, once I said the words, I couldn't believe what I was about to do. Um, these are all ways in which we can tell the difference because the devil is smarter than you. Just accept it. He's smarter than you. He's stronger than you. And he will call you to follow a path that you think is wisdom. He is stronger than us, of course, but he's not stronger than, than the forgiveness of Christ. So that's what we need to remember and, and to know as I preach today that the vineyard where God plants you the things that he gives you by faith, it is a treasure beyond, maybe that's my, that, maybe that's what, it, treasure beyond measure. How about that? That should go on the sign. Uh, treasure beyond measure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Uh, I, I have an employee who's, who's taking care of that for me. Um, so uh, we have, right, it's when we start to doubt that. When we start to doubt that is when we start to follow the path of folly, thinking it, you know, we can, we can fight the devil on our own. We can be smart enough. No, you're not. I'm sorry. Uh, here then too, right, as, as folly is looking, as folly is looking to get you to go the wrong way, um, we have, let's see, where am I at? Sorry, y'all, I got to remember all this stuff. Um, that, that folly, right here at the, very, at the very end of this, there's this saying here, right? Uh, Stolen water is sweet, bread eaten in secret is pleasant. What do you think that, what is that, that sort of proverb? What is that teaching here? Remember, the, the context is folly or wisdom. Stolen water is sweet. Bread eaten in secret is pleasant. That's a good, succinct way to say it. Yeah, exactly. Very good. Excellent, excellent story um, there. Um, yeah, yeah. 
you think you're getting, you think you're getting away with it. Uh, you think that you've outsmarted the devil, right? This is one of my favorite, I, another one of my favorite stories because it involves country music. Um, but, you know, the devil went down to Georgia, right? Everybody knows that song, right? Do y'all remember mentioning this? That in that song, and Charlie Daniels, he's a good musician, but not a good theologian. Charlie Daniels, he says in this song, you know, that, and it's this myth, this myth about a guitar player, Robert Johnson, who goes and he, I think his name is Robert Johnson. He, he's a poor guitar player and he's trying to make his way and he meets the devil at the crossroads. He meets the devil on his path to, to go in to make a living and he meets the devil and the devil says, hey, you sell me your soul and I'll make you an excellent, I'll make you the best guitar player anybody's ever heard of. Right? Does this sound familiar? Maybe? Uh, anyway. Um, so the story goes, he sells his soul and that's how he's so good at playing guitar. Well, that's where Charlie Daniels sort of gets the idea for the devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was way behind. He was in a bind, right? He was looking for a soul to steal. So he found um, Johnny. Is Johnny his name? Yeah, Johnny. And he said, hey, uh, I bet you that I'm a better fiddle player than you, right? And I'm going to put this fiddle of gold, right? And let's have this competition. And Johnny, what does he do? Yeah, right? And remember what Johnny said, Charlie Daniels, this is the line in the song he says. Johnny says, you know, devil, it might be a sin, but I'm going to take your bet and you're going to regret because I'm the best there's ever been. That's the point. The devil won. Johnny doesn't realize it, neither does Charlie Daniels because it's a fun song, right? But the point is the devil's trying to get him to sin. And once he does that, the devil doesn't care. He says, yeah, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, Johnny, you've, you've won. I bow and give you this golden fiddle at your feet, right? No, the whole point, and that's, that's it, right? That the devil, right, he'll, he'll, he'll give you whatever, whatever you want if you will sin. He, he, that's all he wants. All he wants is for you to sin. He, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He'll, he'll give you a golden fiddle. He'll give you whatever. Just just to get you to sin. And so Johnny, right, he thinks, hey, I won the competition. And the devil's like, yeah, you won the competition. You're such a good fiddle player. Okay. All he wants to do is dull Johnny's taste and, and, um, and his, his fences to guard his life from sin. Pretty profound, isn't it? <laughs> Who knew country music was so spiritual? I did. Jessica, yes. Oh, I didn't get, I never saw that. Yeah. Teach me. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Thelma and Luis, too. All right. I love it. Yeah, good. Yep, yep, very good. And that, that, is, that is exactly uh, what Solomon is saying. 
but he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of Sheol. So um, there we go. Sin may taste sweet. The victory may be good. But what does it lead to um, but, but death? Okay, any other, any other thoughts? Yes, Linda. Yeah. Your first love, and you're and you're not listening. I mean, all through Proverbs is telling us to keep our heart where it's supposed to be and to hear, to hear. And uh, just as you said, Satan is the folly, the curse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jesus is the the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. Amen. And there's your contrast. Yeah. Yeah. It it really is funny, you know that. We, that's part of our pericope. You, you'll hear that Deuteronomy passage in the church year in the readings. And it's funny because, you know, God says, you know, to Israel, he gives them his Ten Commandments. He tells them to choose life. And do you remember what they say? They say, Israel answers, God says, choose between life and death. You know, follow my, my, my ways. And, and Israel says, yes, Lord, we choose to follow you. Everything you've said, we will do. Where was that golden calf? (laughs) (laughs) Let's set this back up, right? Yeah, it's so so funny. You know, the Lord lays it out there. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite passages because of the contrast. You know, oh, yes, we'll do exactly what you say, Lord. Okay, now how can I sin? (laughs) How can I choose death? Oh, yeah, it's, it's very good. Good. Thank you for that reminder. That's a great passage. Very important. The way of sin is death. Any other Bible passages? Or I, I think that you know, stolen stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is is is. How did it say was good? Um, yeah, that's a reminder, right? But you look look back after the fact. You look back, and there's remorse after after you've done it. Okay, chapter ten of Proverbs, the Proverbs of Solomon, verse verse one. We'll we'll go a couple more minutes here. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is a sorrow to his mother. Treasures gained by wickedness do not profit, but righteousness delivers from death. The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. A slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. He who gathers in summer is a prudent son, But he who sleeps in harvest is a son who brings shame. Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. The memory of the righteous is a blessing, but the name of the wicked will rot. The wise of heart will receive commandments, but a babbling fool will come to ruin. Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. Whoever winks the eye causes trouble, and a babbling fool will come to ruin. The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? 
Love covers a multitude of sins. On the lips of him who has understanding, wisdom is found, but a rod is for the back of him who lacks sense. The wise lay up knowledge, but the mouth of a fool brings ruin near. A rich man's wealth is his strong city. The poverty of the poor is their ruin. The wage of the righteous leads to life, the gain of the wicked to sin. Whoever heeds instruction is on the path to life, but he who rejects reproof leads others astray. Misery loves company. The one who conceals hatred has lying lips, and whoever utters slander is a fool. When words are many, (laughs) hey, this one doesn't apply to pastors. When words are many, transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. (laughs) Thus, Thus ends the lesson. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver. The heart of the wicked is of little worth. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of sense. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Doing wrong is like a joke to a fool, but wisdom is pleasure to a man of understanding. Hmm. What the wicked dreads will come upon him, but the desire of the righteous will be granted. When the tempest passes, the wicked is no more, but the righteous is established forever. Like vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is the sluggard to those who send him. The fear of the Lord prolongs life, but the years of the wicked will be short. The hope of the righteous brings joy, but the expectation of the wicked will perish. The way of the Lord is a stronghold to the blameless, but destruction to evildoers. The righteous will never be removed, but the wicked will not dwell in the land. The mouth of the righteous brings forth wisdom, but the perverse tongue will be cut off. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked what is perverse. So now you can kind of see, um, now we're kind of in what Proverbs traditionally people think of when it comes to Proverbs. Um, You can sometimes see a loose uh, relationship in the verses between to the ones that come before and after it. Um, And in general, there is, but a lot of times the Proverbs have been established that it's, um, you can go a couple of, couple of Proverbs, you can go a couple verses, you can go a couple paragraphs and, and not get the connection until, until the end. But a lot of them are just loose Proverbs, loose sayings there for you to contemplate and to think, um, what is it, what it is that this proverb can teach us in our life and the things that we're, we're looking at right now. Like verse 23, doing wrong is like a joke to a fool, but wisdom is pleasure to a man of understanding. Doing wrong is like a joke to a fool. What do you, what do you think, what can we see in that? Doing wrong, verse 23, is like a joke to a fool. But contrary, the opposite of that, wisdom is pleasure to a man of understanding. How is doing wrong like a joke to a fool? They don't, they don't, they don't take it seriously? Yeah, they, it's kind of like, a, it's like a, how you would take a joke, right? Ah, it doesn't mean anything, right? Doing wrong, that he can, he can do wrong, he can sin, 
and, and think it doesn't have any impact on his life or his faithfulness. Doing wrong to a fool is just like a practical joke or whatever. There's nothing, there's nothing really behind it, right? Like we have uh, the phrase, a white lie, right, in society. Um, you know, doing wrong is just like a joke to a fool. It doesn't matter to him. There is, no, there is no right or wrong, but wisdom is pleasure to a man of understanding. Choosing, right, not going the way of folly, but going the way of wisdom is, is pleasure to a man of understanding. That's right, that's right. Okay, let's close with prayer. Gracious Lord, we thank you for giving us life. We thank you for calling us along the path of wisdom that your son, Jesus Christ, who is the way, who has walked this way, has planted us in a fertile vineyard, a choice vines. He has put a hedge around us of forgiveness and the Holy Spirit's protection. Help us, O Lord, when we are tempted by the devil to seek guidance from you in prayer and your word and also from one another. May we live a life of faithfulness so that we too may share encouragement with others who come after us, who also are going to be tempted in many ways that we were, and that we may share with them wisdom in the path of folly to encourage and lift up one another. Help us this week. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.